Alright, and we are back with another episode of Rewind and Reconsider. I am your host, Harrison Fagan, and I am joined by my lovely wife of two years and co-host, Mia Fagan. And today, we are going to watch the movie that your kids probably are still demanding you play the fucking soundtrack to in the car, Moana. <laughs> yeah, surprise, it's not Frozen. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna, that was a little misdirect. <laughs> Yes, Moana, we are going to watch. Also, if you are listening to this episode with your kids in the car, I apologize. I came in kind of hot with that F-bomb. That was <laughs> it's my bad. Sorry. It's okay. Um, yes, so Moana, you have not seen this movie. Why did you not see this movie? Well, like I said on the outro to our last episode, I'm not the biggest Lin-Manuel Miranda music person. Like, I didn't... Yeah. I, what's funny is I was in a class on theater production during... Uh, during the year that, like, the summer that, like, Hamilton came out and was a huge deal and was sweeping the Tonys. We had to watch the Tonys for a class assignment, I remember. And that class made me love, like, theater, live production and all that stuff and really gain an appreciation for it that I never had before, just, like, the technical precision, you know, the different ways that it makes you feel than a movie. And then I, I still didn't like Hamilton. And I was like, wait, everybody loves, am I just like not deep enough? You know, it, in theory, it's everything that I should like. It's got rap. It's like, you know. It's, it's historical. It's historical. It's got like, presidents. Yeah. Like it's everything that it's like basically designed to test well with me specifically. No basketball in it though. Yeah, true. There's no, that's probably what let it down. Mm-hmm. If, if if Hamilton had been a bucket, then, you know, exactly. I. How yeah. tall was Hamilton? Maybe he. Not tall been... enough, clearly, oh, to okay. uh, avoid dying. Um <laughs> But anyways, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I don't know. I, so that sort that, of so that turned you watching those movie. musicals, I was just like, they're like, oh, Moana from the mind of Lin-Manuel Miranda. I'm like, never mind. That's a hard pass. I'm good. <sighs> Let me tell you, when I first heard this movie was being made, it was in production. Like it was pre-production where they were just thinking about it. I was so fucking stoked because I was like, oh my God. She kind of looks like me. Well, also, it is a visually just beautiful movie from what I've seen, you know, walking through when you've been doing one of your rewatches. Yes, but I was very excited because I was like, oh, my God, this is like the closest thing we are going to get to a Filipino princess. (laughs) You don't know that. It it could still happen. I mean, eventually they're going to. I mean, Raya was kind of a South Asian. But that that doesn't. I'm telling you, eventually eventually they're going to get there. They're going through like every nation one by one. We had Brave. We have, you know, we have Moana. Like they're. They're going to get to Filipinos. I know, I know. But this was, I was excited. You're going to get the animated Easter Sunday. Oh, God, no, please. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I was super stoked. I was like, oh, my God. I followed pretty much any Disney account that was leaking any of, like, the the drawings and stuff like that. I went to D23. I waited in line for about three hours to see a preview of this movie um, on stage. And um, I cried a lot and um the rock was there in person i got to see him in person and he cried and then i cried because he was saying that this movie like really is a love letter to his culture because um the rock is half samoan i believe and he is also the voice of maui but i was just floored by how beautiful this movie looked and the music in it and i was like on board and this was like about i want to say like two years before it came out and, like, I have been in love with this movie ever since. 
Oh, okay. I thought this was going to end with you were like, eh, I didn't really like it that much. Oh, I no, no. Like I, I watched it and I, lo- oh, okay. I completely loved Just it. Just the tone of your voice. I was like, I was prepared for the, no. for the like, and then I watched it and I was like, eh, it's okay. No, I was just taking you through my fangirl journey. Oh, okay. Like I, after that movie, I wanted everything Moana. I, mean, I actually went and got a Moana doll. <laughs> like it was pretty insane. <laughs> this is, I mean, that's sort of, I guess, like the the pitfalls of us doing this podcast with each other for so long and so many episodes is that you know all of our intro questions by now. So you're just answering them so that you don't have to hear me talk. Yeah, because I am still flabbergasted that you have not wanted to see this movie. Hey, I just let you cook. Uh, I guess, you know, I think we probably know the answer to this question, yes. but okay, there you go. But are you, you think you're going to like it? Probably, I'm just going to be honest, probably not, um, just because it's a musical. So I'd say what it's you, unlikely. It's what, got. What do you have against musicals? Like, who hurt you? I mean, you know, if we're just being honest, I just think it's the lowest art form. Like, it's, like, designed to just be, like, easy for people to pick up and, you know, like, like oh. Singing and dancing? It's, it's like, just yeah. easy to pick up? No, it's a, for people to kind of latch on to. It's like, oh, there's a song going on. I know this is an important part. Ooh, like, it's... It, it, you know, I'm just repeating my points over and over again. So no, the, I think the, it's the a real dum dums can get it. I think it's a different way of storytelling through songs. I know. I just thought that you were going to be really mad if I. I don't really necessarily believe any of that stuff. I just thought that you were going to be really mad if I said it. I don't know. It's just like not my thing. I mean, the music has to be incredible for me to be like into it. But and... like you like movies. I mean, you like movies with like soundtracks. That's music. Yeah, I, I don't, don't hate like music. Just I just don't, don't like... yeah, I don't know. For me, it always takes me out of it when it's like, oh, we, we have these characters talking and they kind of like just jump into this montage where they're singing and then nobody acknowledges it afterwards. Yeah, oh I don't know. God. It's a cartoon. Why are you, anyways. No, but even regular musicals. I don't know. It's just not my thing. I, you know, I just, I'm really surprised that you didn't get madder at the, there's probably somebody that crashed their car when I called <laughs> it a low art form. I'm so used to your trolling. I don't know. It's just that not for, just, it's, yeah, you just, uh, it just it's like water off a duck's back. Exactly. Uh, yeah. You know, oh, we're even completing each other's metaphors now. Can you guys, can you all hear the, the honeymoon coming through in this episode? <laughs> I want a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right. And we'll be back after we, uh, after we, I was trying to think of what Maui's song is in this movie. No, oh, because you what can I say except you're welcome. We're going to be right back. We are back. We just watched Moana. And before we get into everything, Harrison is going to do the 60 second summary in which he is going to summarize this entire movie in 60 seconds. I'm ready. Oh, I was going to ask, but (laughs) I like the enthusiasm. And go. Okay, so the movie starts out with a girl on on an island and she's living in a village. And her dad's main number one rule is we never go swim outside or boat outside the bay. But she's like her whole life, she spends it. She's like wondering like, oh, wait, but I think I'm supposed to go out there. And then she sees her crazy grandma dancing on the beach. And her grandma's like, okay, we used to sail. But your dad tried to cover that up because he almost, because his friend died when they tried to go sailing. And so he said, no one can ever sail again. But it turns out that the world is rotting because... Because uh, the rock stole a heart of a goddess. And so Moana, the main character and the girl that I mentioned before, she decide, she gets sent, she sneaks away with her pet chicken to go find the rock and put the heart back. And then it turns out that the thing that was rotting the world was just the goddess that the rock stole the heart from because she was just mad and she just wanted to nap the end. 
54 seconds. I like how you uh, told everyone the character's name, like, maybe halfway through your summary. You know, I'm not a gifted storyteller. Uh, aren't you in journalism? No. Oh. You're in fake news. That's what you're in. Yes. <laughs> um, so this was your first time watching this movie, and what were your initial thoughts? I, honestly, I liked it more than I expected to, because... I'm not the biggest fan of Lin-Manuel Miranda's style, and so I thought that I was going to hate the music in this, and it actually was mostly pretty good. I, well, I mean, we'll get into that, I guess. Uh, but, you know, the visuals were really, really pretty. I thought that all of the acting was pretty good. Um, you know, the water, the way that the water was sort of, I mean, not sort of, the water was a character. And that it was, It was yeah. helping her in the way that it was characterized. Like, it didn't need to talk. There was just, you know. You could was, tell the emotions. Yeah. And it was. It did a good job on that. Expressive and clear and beautiful. Ugh, this and, movie is beautiful. Yeah. It's very visual and very colorful, too. It's kind of like a different kind of visual than it was with brave where it was more like woodsy and stuff like that this is more tropical and like lots of bright colors and stuff and yeah, yeah. i like i mean of course i liked it but i was like scared that you weren't gonna like it because there was a lot of songs in this movie and you hate hate musicals so every time a song would come on inside, I'm cringing. I'm like, oh, God, Harrison hates this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, pretty much every song. I mean, obviously, You're Welcome is the one that everybody remembers from this movie. And the what's the name of her kind of opening how song? How Far the, I Go. Yeah, How Far I Go that extends throughout kind of the whole movie. She keeps picking up new verses, basically. Like, those two are good, and they've gotten deserved acclaim. The Crab song the was crab terrible. The Crab sucks. The Crab was bad. Okay, Worst but the Crab the was like... by far. Oh, really? I thought he yeah. was funny. I did not find he him was... funny at all. Okay, yeah. Well, I mean, that character didn't need to... I think they just had to have a villain song. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. It, it wasn't was just... a good song at all. We no. could have skipped all of that. Yeah. The whole Crab aside thing was totally unnecessary. Yeah. I mean, I guess other than, you know, Moana kind of saves the rock, and so that kind of, like, helps them learn to bond. You don't think the coconut part was uh, avoidable, too? The little coconut people? No, I mean, those were, I mean, they were kind of visually interesting, at least. I, I'll give this movie that. It's very visually interesting. Like, even if they're out in the open, like, in the ocean, it still looks really pretty, like, when they're at night and the stars and it reflects on the ocean. Like, the water looks literally real and it lets its visuals kind of tell a story it doesn't feel the need to do exposition through dialogue constantly or have like sort of a generic audience character that everything has to be explained to it's just like no the coconut people are bad because they're clearly trying to kill us like we don't really need to explain them <laughs> their, or their, their whole backstory their whole deal or you know whatever they're just very clearly pirates that are trying to kill us and that's bad and we are just gonna leave it at that i and feel like that was made just for merchandise uh, maybe. I don't know. I, I just think, you know, I mean, the movie also needed some conflict, right? Like, they couldn't, the the whole movie couldn't just be them against the elements. I feel like for kids, that would be very boring. Yeah, yeah. Um, the one thing I didn't really like, which I never noticed before, but, like, watching it again, the dialogue isn't the strongest, I feel. It's a little cringy at points. Do you have any examples that come to mind? Yeah, like, a lot of what uh, uh, Maui says is a little awkward and then Moana kind of like I guess it's because she's she is a teenager she kind of has that like awkward teenage dialogue a little bit um but I'm actually very surprised uh the actress that played Moana was an actual teenager they didn't get like a superstar or anything 
They like found her on the internet. The singing voice included? Yeah, she sings oh, too. That's interesting. Yeah. She was she has a really good singing voice. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised like we haven't heard of her really. I think she's done more movies, but um her her name is uh I just looked it up and now I'm forgetting. It's uh Auli'i Kovahu. I'm I know the first name is Al- okay. Auli'i. But I mean, she's she's it, like native Hawaiian, basically. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess bonus points to them for like trying to cast, you know, because we've seen a lot of these movies where they've just, you know, like cast yeah. white people as basically no matter what the race We're of looking the at you, character was. Aladdin. Yeah. Yeah. I think this movie really takes into consideration like the Polynesian culture. I think the crew actually spent like a couple months like learning about the culture and stuff like that. And I think this is the first Disney movie that was also dubbed in like a native Hawaiian or Polynesian uh, dialect. Oh. So that's pretty cool. I, and like the majority of the cast is uh, Polynesian or New Zealand descent, um, excluding the chicken who was voiced by Alan Tudyk, who is white, but he's a chicken. So it doesn't really matter. Wait, the chicken? Yeah, the chicken had a voice actor. What? Yeah. He just he, squawks. That. That's, that was his job. Man literally went in there, made chicken noises, and made bank. Are like, you serious? Can you even? You're not, are you messing with me I'm right not now? messing with you. That wasn't just like a cartoon chicken soundboard. No. That was an actual human being in a sound booth yeah, making no, those chickens. Yeah, I know who Alan Tudyk is. He's, he's the voice of, you know, the robot in uh, Star Wars Rogue One. He's, oh, yeah, uh, he like, he's in Firefly. He a, he's like an accomplished actor. I'm. He was the chicken. I'm dead ass. Like, dead ass. No cap. Did he do motion capture? No, no. I mean, I'll watch those behind the scenes. DVD I, like, extras. want that job. Like, just going in, making chicken noises for... That probably took, for him, like, maybe two hours. Yeah, that is so weird. I know... That's, like, how they have Vin Diesel come in and be like, I am Groot. Yeah. He did that. And the pig didn't have a net voice actor. It was just, like, they got yeah, pig I don't sounds. Think the pig makes noises. The pig is so cute. Yeah, the pig was very cute. I was kind of disappointed the pig was not in it more. Real talk, like, before this movie came out, like, they showed, like, they had, like, sometimes uh, Disney kind of puts out uh, merchandise before the movie comes out. So, like, I ran and got that pig because I was like, oh, my God, this pig is so cute. And so when I watched the movie, I'm like, all right, Moana and this fucking pig, let's go. It's going to be an adventure. We're going to get so many scenes with this pig. And she picked up the chicken. So... Oh, was, no, not, no, just on accident. The chicken was just in the boat. Yeah. Like, she didn't intend I was like, why the fuck did they bring the chicken? But now I'm thinking about it. It's smaller size. It makes more sense that he's going. I guess. I don't know. I'm I don't saying. know. Let's go back to the, you know, beyond the performances, beyond your cast lore knowledge and all of that. What did you think of these characters? Like, what? Uh, I actually, I love Moana. As a character, I really, really like her. Like, she's very spunky. She's, uh, seems like she's very determined and she wants to do what's right. And she has this, like, inner conflict where she's like, I want to make my family proud, but I want to do what I want to do, basically. And so at the end, she kind of merges those two together where she's helping her family, like, start to grow their village and stuff. I, I liked her. And um, I thought she did a good job. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, I think that was a perfect fit for that character. I think this is his first um, voice acting job. And his first singing job, too. The singing, I'd buy. The si- 
Oh, why? Wow. He wasn't that good? <laughs> no, 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 no. I just, I mean, I can't imagine he's been cast as a singer in a whole lot of stuff he otherwise. He sang pretty well. I think that was auto-tuned, but... Maybe, but it, it did sound like him. Yeah, no, he was pretty good. I, I think, uh, you know, and then as far as... An I have a hard time believing he's never been in an animated movie before this. No, he doesn't usually like doing it. He thought it... He didn't really like... He doesn't... He even said, he's like, I don't really like when actors do that. Oh, well. But I think because... Yeah, he's too method. The Rock exactly. is... He's too obsessed with but his But I think own, what, what bought... Know. Yeah, what bought him was like the... This was going to be a story about his culture and he wanted to be a part of it. So, fair choice. But um, yeah, I think honestly Moana's been like my favorite princess so far. I, I liked the interplay between the two of them. I know you said some of the dialogue was a little awkward, stuff like that. I just... I liked that they were not sort of... They're friends like, right from the beginning. Yeah. The Rock doesn't even really like her uh, like a whole lot. He's very, he tries to get rid of her constantly. He's yeah. always throwing her off the boat and then the ocean brings her back. The ocean just plops her back on. Yeah. And like that's another example of the visuals in this movie. Just like uh, basically every strand of her hair was like uniquely animated. You can see it kind of like floating in the water. You yeah. Know, she had like really curly and, hair. And then she yeah. also wasn't like, I'm not saying that she was fat or anything, but like she's not like. She's, like, a normal size. She doesn't have, like, a super tiny waist like a lot of, like, the Disney princesses do. Like, if you compare her to Rapunzel, like, Rapunzel's, like, stick thin. Uh, stick thin. She's thin. You just said the same thing twice. <laughs> I know. I didn't realize that. <laughs> but I'm saying there, I like how they're kind of going towards more of, like, a natural body type. And, like, she's, like, very... She's kind of muscular, too, because you kind of have to be when you're living out in the wild, basically. But, um, yeah, I do like the relationship between them and how they kind of help each other out like especially when uh Maui kind of loses his confidence and he can't do his little hook thing and she's just like you know I'll get you through this and you're the greatest and you know you deserve this hook and they kind of just like bond over that too so yeah I think it was cool yeah the only weird part was when he peed on her <laughs> the only thing that kind of like, didn't make sense to me in this movie was the plot where she was, like, chosen by the ocean. Like, they don't really explain why she's chosen. Yeah, that was kind of strange. I mean, I guess that is sort of an And they even go them, over it. They're like, even Maui's little, like, well, the ocean chose wrong. And she's just like, okay, I guess it did. But then, then I don't know. It was kind of like a chosen one kind of trope, I think, in this movie. Yeah, they don't ever really, I mean, I guess. Maybe because she was, like, at an early age, she wanted to go into the ocean and, like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Because she gets picked when she's a very little baby. Which, yeah. side note, when she's a baby, that is the cutest baby I've ever seen. Yeah. She is adorable. I mean, the animated Pixar babies are all... Oh, all my God. Are. She is so cute. Um. Anyways, they have a whole segment of her as a baby. And she's, like, playing with the ocean. And I think that's, like, the most beautiful scene in this whole movie. Um. But, yeah, they don't really explain. Even the grandma kind of knows about it. But, like, doesn't really explain why. She just kind of shows her boats and she's like, all right, here are the boats. This is what you need to do. You need to go find this uh, demigod and tell him to return the stone. Anyways, I'm going to die. Bye. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's it. Well, she became one with the force and became. Oh, yeah. She Ray. like literally comes back as a force ghost. <laughs> yeah. Well, a manta ray force ghost. And then she became a like herself. But yes. yeah. Yeah. I, that, that, that part never really made sense to me. But I guess it's a movie and it's like you really can't get too deep into it. Did you feel like this movie dragged a little bit? Uh, I think it really did drag during that crab scene. Yeah, well, there's that. And it's also, I mean, this is like an almost three-hour movie, right? What? No. It's like a two-hour two movie, I think. I think it's like two and a half. It was pretty kind of long. It, it could have done with a slightly stronger edit, I think. Yeah, 
Yeah, but I think to tell the whole story and have all those visuals, I think it, it took its time. Um, another thing, what did you think about that kind of quote-unquote twist with the the goddess being the fire monster in the end? Well, you know, at first I was kind of like, this is, you know, I guess it's like sort of a good message about, you know. Don't judge people. Well, no, it's like, you know, number one, stealing's wrong. Um, number two, uh, <laughs> number two, that like, you know, sometimes um, sometimes villains have a point and they do have a reason that they do the things that they do. And, you know, sometimes the world uh, deserves to be burned because somebody ripped your heart gemstone thing out. Yeah, um, got thrown in the ocean. Yeah. And, I mean, it really sort of honestly makes The Rock the villain of the movie on accident. Yeah, he was a little forgiven too, too, a little too fast. Yeah. Like, the world was about to end, and then he's I mean, like, I guess he did it, in his mind, he did it for mankind. He thought he yeah. was doing the right thing. He was just like, it was the only way that he could ever feel love, was to steal them things and that, that give part, them that bonuses. Part, and... Yeah, that part kind of, they kind of glossed over that, too, where it was like Maui's backstory, where his, It did like, humanize his character a little bit, though. Yeah, but they didn't really do... He was a little really obnoxious do... before that, and yeah. like, after that, you sort of get it. He's just insecure, and he's projecting confidence because he doesn't have it. Yeah, I guess so, but it's like very, it's like mentioned, like, kind of off- just like in dialogue just really quick there's not like any like visuals about it it's just like hey well it's his tattoos which i also thought were a really cool visual How i you love see the his tattoos and in, in the tattoos kind of dancing around and they talk to him they're almost like another little character yeah his yeah. tattoos are super cool um actually fun fact everything in this movie is cgi computer animated except those tattoos they're hand-drawn oh it's interesting. Yeah. I, I Going back to the villain, though, and the, you know, quote-unquote twist that the fire monster, I'm forgetting what it's Taka. name was. Yeah, Taka was uh, actually... Tafiti. Tafiti. Which you know, I feel like you... I mean, their names kind of sound similar, so <laughs> didn't yeah, that clue you in a little? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't see it coming. Uh-huh. Did you see it coming the first time you saw it? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I didn't either. And, you know, it wasn't like I didn't blow my mind, but I think it's, you know, I think it's probably meant as like a climate change message a little bit that like if you mess with the land, it will mess with you back sort of thing. Or potentially it's trying to teach children an even more valuable lesson that if you wake a woman up from her nap too early, she may burn the world to the ground. Oh, you have a prior experience to this? Uh, well. Well, what? You gonna finish that sentence? No, do you need a nap? <laughs> no. Uh, a little cranky. I like the you design. into a fire goddess? No, I like the design of Tafiti, the green goddess. She looked really pretty and with all the flowers and stuff. And it's cool how they kind of like, because I know in Hawaii or, you know, there's like islands that people have given stories to because of the way they look. So when mm-hmm. she lays down, like she becomes an island. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, the, 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 the fight at the end was kind of cool too, where like Moana was on the boat and she was like trying to get around and stuff like that. It was a little bit of a, uh, Maui ex machina when he came in at the last minute to save her. I was like, I remember watching that and being like, oh, he's going to help her. Okay. Well, thought she could do it on her own, but I guess she can't. No, everybody needs a little help from the rock. (laughs) Um, yeah, so I'm actually surprised you like this movie, because I have been worried about you not liking this movie for a while. No, I ended up, honestly, I'm surprised too. I, <laughs> and it wasn't, it, was, it wasn't brave for me, you know, okay. but I, I, I liked it. I liked it more than I expected to, uh, just partially because of how hyped it is, because of those two, you know, really popular songs that came out of it. I just... The songs of, are good. I, yeah. I fucking hate Lin-Manuel, Lin-Manuel Miranda, but his songs are good. You have to give him that. 
You don't like the Encanto songs, though. I don't know that I've heard them. You have heard them. Encanto? The movie? You watched it with me. You said you didn't like the songs. I didn't realize he did that. Yeah. Oh, that was him? Yeah, that was him. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan. Fuck you. (laughs) I didn't even realize that was him. See, you you could tell I really don't like his music very much. I I didn't even have to know that he was attached to it to not like it very much. Um, But yeah, the music's really cool. and. uh... Yeah, I thought it was mostly really good in this one. Other than the crab song. Oh, crab song. Burn the crab song with fire. Burn the crab itself. Yeah, roast it up. They're just like, hey, we're going to go to the monster realm. Oh, there's a crab. Oh, he there's sings. There's a crab that likes bling. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, bye. Yeah. He's just got, like, he's just a bejeweled crab. Yeah. Voiced by the guy from What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, yeah. The original right. movie, not the TV show. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wouldn't it be funny if he was voiced by the guy that did um, Laszlo and What We Do in the Shadows? That's who I thought you meant. No. Oh. Matthew Barry? No. Okay. Um... But yeah, I'm actually really happy you like this movie because I've been that, wanting to watch. I've been wanting to, for you to watch this movie for a while. Other than them sort of not holding your hand and explaining the world to you a little bit more, was there anything else that you didn't really like about it, or you didn't think held up? Mm, no, I think just that explanation there, and then the dialogue is a little cringy at points. But that was pretty much it. I think the whole movie is like really pretty and beautiful, and it does a good job showcasing the Polynesian culture. I was, like, super hyped for this because I was like, oh, my God, this is the closest thing I'm going to get to a Filipino princess. And then... Uh, you don't know. You never know. They're going to, you know, they're going to keep doing, like, new movies and stuff. Yeah. They get there. But I like how this movie doesn't, like, make a point to be like, oh, Moana is an independent woman. She doesn't need a man. Like, yeah, they just don't, like, they there's just, not even not, a romance plot Exactly. Line. There's just, there's like, never, like, like, uh, yeah, they don't pat themselves on the back for not giving her a romance plot yeah, line. It's just I think, not part of the story. I think that's kind of the weakness of Brave, is that they are, like, trying to push, like, she doesn't need a man. Oh, she doesn't want to be married to someone that she doesn't love. This one doesn't even, like, bring it up at all. Yeah, her her dad, right from the beginning, is, uh, He's you know, like, yeah, we're, you're gonna fucking do it. Don't her even dad, go- played by Boba and Django Fett. Exactly. Love him. Not the singing voice, though. He did not sing. That's a different oh, singing voice. I didn't realize that. I actually thought it was him. Yeah, it's funny because I knew exactly who that was, too, when he was talking. I didn't know before when I first watched it, but because I've, we've been watching Boba Fett and stuff like that, I was like, it's Tamir Morrison. Yeah. And uh, did you know who the mom was? No. She is Nicole something or other. I forgot the last name, but the... Oh, thanks. That's really helpful, and you really... No, 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 no. <laughs> it's the leader of the Pussycat Dolls. Oh, yeah, no, I know who that oh, is. Oh, my yeah. God. It's Nicole Swineshare or something like that. She's the lead singer of the Pussycat Dolls. You know you could just look this up and, like, cut out the part where I you looked it up. I don't have my phone with me, but yes. You're, we're at a computer. No, it's fine. Nicole. She's half Filipino. Did you know that? No, I did. I, I don't know who she <laughs> is. You know who I'm talking about. And audience, okay. The audience knows who I'm talking about. You know who does know who I'm talking about? Our friend Amy Wells, who's probably walking... And listening to this uh, podcast, so Amy, get your pace up. <laughs> get your steps in, Amy. Um, anyways, um, wow. Well, I'm actually really glad you like this movie because Harrison has not been able to tell me if you like this movie or not. Nope, I always save it for the air. And I think I've had some sleepless nights uh, because I just didn't know what your opinion was. I'm just committed to the craft and our audience, and I don't want to cheat on them with you off the air and give you opinions or pre-show or whatever. Well, the thing is, I... is when you were watching this movie, you kept pausing it, and you're like, oh, we still have this much left? And I'm like, fuck, he doesn't like it. And, like, every time they, like, went into song, I tensed up because I was like, oh, my God, Harrison's gonna fucking hate this. Wow, you... 
uh, a lot of things you need to resolve, <laughs> I think. I just, I really like this movie. And, like, when I show someone a movie that I like, I just want them to like it, too. That's all I want. And if they don't like it, then I'm like, oh, my God, it's my fault that they didn't like it because I showed it to them. Now I seem like an idiot. I like this stupid thing, and it's, like, not good. When do you think that started in your childhood? <laughs> now that we're not getting into that. Anyways, um, so would you be showing this movie to our future nieces, nephews, sons, daughters, ch- little person in our lives? Ah! Uh, would you sit and watch it with them? Yeah, probably once. What? Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know. Are you serious? They're going to be like, Papa, I want to watch Moana again. You're like, nope. Why are her children friends? <laughs> You're like, no, daddy already saw it one time. You used it up. Sorry, you <laughs> yeah. should have saved it. I don't know what you want me to tell you. <laughs> really? And I'm like, Papa, but I do not remember. <laughs> no, you're just going to be like, I'll put it on. I'm not sitting and watching with you. And then they're going to have um, really um, bad, um, they're going to be in a bad mental state when they grow up. Because and then they're going to worry that people aren't going to like their movies and they're going to tense up the whole time when they aren't sure if somebody <laughs> likes the movie or not. Yeah. It's healthy. <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, so our next and final princess movie is going to be Raya and the Last Dragon because she is officially a Disney princess now. They inaugurated her, I think, a couple weeks ago. So yeah, so we are literally almost done. We have one left. So are you happy about that? And we can get back to our Adam Sandler movies? Yeah, I just want to send a message to my haters that said, all, all of you out there who said Harrison's never gonna make it through this whole series well guess what fuck you I did you did you gritted your teeth and you you went you came went through it I am almost made it I know that I'm gonna be able to get through Raya because I've done it before you can do it again (laughs) yeah you know what to expect Uh there's no singing there's no singing oh yeah there's no singing in that movie no are you sure wait I think there's one song no there's no songs oh okay well even better for you all right but it does have Aquafina in it Anyways, if you want to listen to more episodes or our past episodes, you can find us on Apple Podcast or I not iTunes. Um, oh, you know, yes, yeah, iTunes. Apple, <laughs> Apple Podcasts or iTunes. Yeah, only two options. Spotify. Spotify and then anything else where you listen to podcasts. And then you can find us See, on you Twitter. You say that, but I don't know that we are anywhere else. We are. Okay. Uh, <laughs> do you doubt me? <laughs> sort of. Listen, this is, I, I run a tight ship around this no, uh, podcast. No, you do not. <laughs> you can also find us on Twitter when I feel like tweeting. <laughs> and uh, give us a five-star review if you really like us on um, Apple Podcasts, iTunes. Or, or any, other, any other platform. <laughs> what platform? Don't ask yeah. me. <laughs> just find us. Just Google us and we'll be fine. And uh, we will be back to conclude our Disney Princess Marathon. Amy, speed it up.